0: Coming up on We Talk News this week, the nation's largest retailer, Amazon, will not be testing their employees for cannabis.
1: Increasingly, businesses are starting to move away from uh, punishing employees for uh, responsible cannabis consumption.
0: Amazon also supports the MORE Act and the legalization movement in the U.S. at the federal level. We'll get the latest from our friends at the NCIA. On the international scene, Germany welcomes a cannabis company to their stock exchange, and we get to talk with Trixie Garcia the daughter of the late, great Jerry Garcia of the Grateful Dead on We Talk News Now.
2: We
3: are Pro Cannabis Media.
0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's weed talk news. I'm Jimmy Young from Pro Cannabis Media. So, have you sent in your cannabis story yet to our website? We want to know what your story is and you could win with pcmandyourstory.com. So, come out of the cannabis closet. Share what role this plant has played in your life. Now, life in general is getting more and more normal for many Americans as vaccinations surge and COVID cases come down. Another sign of normalcy is when the nation's largest retailer, Amazon, announces that they will no longer penalize employees for testing positive for cannabis. Needless to say, this was welcome news in the entire cannabis community, including the daughter of the late, great Jerry Garcia, Trixie from Holistic Industries.
2: Because people are drinking themselves silly every night and there's no you know there's no repercussions so um thank god thank god for those people who are working their asses off and deserve a little bit of um relaxation um is you know it has professional sports done the same thing i know professional sports is uh, lined up to do the same thing i look forward to that so yeah, it's, it's archaic,
0: you know, to test for... That entire interview with Trixie Garcia is part of my In the Weeds podcast that will be released this week. So what effect will that all have on the MORE Act? You know, the act that's going to legalize cannabis at the federal level. It actually passed the House last year, but now a new MORE Act has been introduced and there's actually some good provisions in there for small business. The NCIA's Morgan Fox, explains.
1: Um, it looks like the uh, um, eligibility for small business administration or loans uh, is going to be expanded too, so that people who have been more impacted by the war on drugs will be able to uh, access SBA resources uh, to get into any industry, not just the cannabis industry. And uh, aside from that, our uh, government relations team is still doing a line by line analysis uh, to determine uh, what sort of work it might need to uh, in terms of getting to the place where we would like to see it as industry advocates and a social justice advocate.
0: What effect will that Amazon announcement have on the stock exchange? Well, there's only one person to check in on that. That's Deborah Borchart from the Green Market Report. Here's Deborah.
4: I'm Deborah Borchart from the Green Market Report, and this is the Business Update for We Talk News. Markets were closed on Monday for the Memorial holiday, so it was a shortened trading week. Canopy Growth reported its fourth quarter revenue increased 38% to $148 million. Now, the net losses for the quarter were $617 million, which sounds like a lot. But last year, their net losses were $710 million for the same time period, so a little bit less. Now, for the full year, net revenue increased 37% to $546 million. Before, before you get too excited, the net losses for the full year were $1.7 billion. dollars. Hollister Biosciences also reported their earnings this week. Revenue came in at $23.1 million. That was an increase of 97% over the fourth quarter. Also in the first quarter, they reported net income of $2 million, and that was better than last year's net loss of $2.2 million. And finally, Scott's miracle Grow increased their sales and earnings guidance for fiscal 2021. The company said it now expects company-wide sales to grow between 17% and 19%. And when it comes to Hawthorne, which is their hydroponic subsidiary of the company, they said that sales are going to grow in the range of 40 to 45%. And this is way better than the previous guidance of sales growth between 30 and 40%. And this has been your Weed Top News Business Update.
0: In Massachusetts, one of the hottest markets in the cannabis industry right now, there was a disturbing report made by the Northeast Sustainable Cannabis Project to the legislature's Joint Committee on Cannabis Policy. The report focuses on indoor growing and the cost of electricity to power those facilities. The report shows that cannabis cultivation indoors in Massachusetts is responsible for 10% of all industrial electricity consumption in this state. The Cannabis Control Commission has awarded licenses to 1.1 million square feet, and that's for indoor growing, and only 285,000 for outdoor growing. This is another reason why I support the initiative of the only solar-powered dispensary in the state, Solar Therapeutics in Somerset seems to me incentives for energy alternatives has to be introduced. Now for the rest of the news on the Massachusetts cannabis scene, here's Ron Marshallsee. Ron?
5: Hello, I'm Ron Marshallsee and I am here with the Massachusetts Cannabis Report for Weed Talk News. This week, the Massachusetts Cannabis Control Commission announced that equity applicants can officially apply for a license type that will allow for cannabis to be warehoused, sold and then delivered this marijuana delivery operator license is only available to economic empowerment and social equity applicants for a minimum of three years. The commission said the launch of this license type is a major development to its commitment to ensuring opportunities in the industry for people who were disproportionately impacted by the war on drugs, as well as a part of an effort to address unregulated cannabis delivery in the state. On Friday in Taunton, Freshly Baked, a veteran-owned cannabis micro-business, became the first Massachusetts cannabis business authorized to deliver products. Freshly Baked is a social equity applicant and has a delivery endorsement as a micro-business. Philip Smith of Freshly Baked said, Delivery is very special to us. We know that it's very lucrative, but for Jenny and I, a lot of this is really based on access, and delivery is the best way to bring access to folks. Finally, the multi-state cannabis operator Green Thumb Industries has acquired Liberty Compassion, a Massachusetts medical cannabis cultivator and retailer. Liberty Compassion has two stores in West Springfield and Boston, and with this acquisition, Green Thumb now has two cultivation facilities and three retail outlets in Massachusetts. Green Thumb CEO Ben Kovler said in in a news release, the acquisition of Liberty scales our capacity to serve massive consumer demand in one of the country's most densely populated regions. That's this week's Massachusetts Cannabis Report. For We Talk News, I'm Ron Marshall.
0: In Louisiana, a bill to legalize smoking of medicinal marijuana has passed the legislature and now heads to the desk of their governor. This is a huge step forward for a program that has been limited to vaping flower by meter dose and tincture titration only. There is a companion bill still in the louisiana house that will decriminalize possession up to one half ounce now no such issue in michigan that's where we check in with rick thompson
1: rick thank you jimmy this is the michigan report with rick thompson on weed talk news let's begin michigan lawmakers have introduced legislation to oppose a five nanogram per milliliter of blood thc threshold for drivers but now a new study is out disputing the validity of roadside chemical testing results and methods. In the study, titled Cannabis Use in Car Crashes, the team consisted of European and American researchers. They conclude that, quote, there is no clear overall relationship with THC blood or serum levels and driving skills or crash risk. Therefore, the various THC concentrations used to define a cannabis-related driving offense may not be appropriate to evaluate driving skill impairment comprehensively," end quote. Again, the best way to measure a person's impairment is to evaluate their behavior, not their bloodstream. And the boycott of the Michigan Cannabis Manufacturers Association and their leader Steve Linder has made another milestone achievement. Yesterday, giant multi-state cannabis product manufacturer Sherbinsky's, the industry-leading DNA genetics, and the Global Alliance for Cannabis Commerce issued a joint statement which reads, they in part, quote, do not support the views of Steve Linder, the MCMA, or any effort to oppress patients, caregivers, or home growers, end quote. The Shcherbinsky statement comes on the heels of last week's announcement that the president of the MCMA resigned and pulled his company out of the failing trade association. In a text message, Flourish last week reminded their employees that the MCMA is a trade association with 13 corporate members, but only six of them are willing to be named. The MCMA's website is still closed to the public, Linder has started hiding from the media, and there's been no advancement of their proposed legislation since Steve started this mess. The distancing of national companies from Linder's comments does validate the cries of foul from cannabis consumer advocates. Now, just one more quote from the DNA and Shcherbinsky's statement. it's important to use our voice to support all of the patients, growers, processors, hustlers, and everyone who brings out the very best in this plant and the community. There's more than enough to go around. This protectionist behavior needs to stop." End quote. And that's it for the Michigan Report. I'm Rick Thompson for Weed Talk News. If
0: you're planning on heading to Las Vegas, Nevada for MJ BizCon in October, there's a chance that social consumption lounges could become available through a very special new license. And that bill to create those two licensing categories, one for retailers and the other for independent lounges, well, it's now heading to the desk of their governor to be signed. Not that you need a reason to visit Las Vegas, but it certainly will make for some interesting venue parties. Now let's check out what's going on in the state of Illinois. Here's Margo Vasselli. Margo?
2: I'm Margo Vaselli from Margo with this week's We Talk News Report from Illinois. The Illinois Senate just approved the new additional 110 licenses to be offered to social equity applicants from the first round, and now it's off to the governor's desk to be signed off on. There's action reports floating around in an effort to share your support to get the governor to sign off on this bill. So if you or anyone that you know lives in Illinois, please share this with them and get them to also offer their support and urging the governor to sign off on this bill. Even though Illinois smokers, unlike New York, still have no consumption lounges or public smoking allowed, we just hit another sales record at 116 million. That's the Illinois Report. I'm Margo Vicelli from We Talk News.
0: A report made by the U.S. Department of Education's National Center for Educational Statistics looked at research that found no evidence of any increase in cannabis use in legal states by teenagers. This study looked at the cannabis habits of teens from 2009 to 2019. And this will rebut many of the prohibitionist arguments against cannabis legalization and its effect on teenagers. It also supports another study conducted over 20 years where cannabis use has actually decreased among teens in legal states. As we found out earlier in this news show, the Morak continues to make headlines, but not headway, in Washington, D.C. And with our D.C. report, his Vote Pro podcast. Phil
3: Adams. Phil? Hi, this is Phil Adams from Vote Pro Podcast, here with the Weed Talk News DC Report. Ann Milgram, President Biden's pick to head up the Drug Enforcement Administration, got a ringing endorsement this week from New Jersey Senator Cory Booker. This comes despite the strong opposition to cannabis decriminalization that Milgram expressed when she was New Jersey's Attorney General. When asked in a 2007 TV interview about her position, Milgram said, quote, I would not support decriminalizing marijuana. Booker, who is one of three Senate leaders currently drafting a cannabis legalization bill, said of Milgram, quote, she's an extraordinary American. Biden, who opposes cannabis legalization, campaigned on a platform of decriminalization, expungement and rescheduling. So far, his administration has taken no steps making good on those pledges. A new bipartisan bill aimed at allowing Veterans Administration doctors to discuss medical marijuana options with their patients was introduced into the House this week, co-sponsored by Republican Peter Major of Michigan and Democrat Connor Lamb of Pennsylvania, the Fully Informed Veteran Act would codify current VA policy into law and provide more basic protections for veteran patients who use cannabis in states where it is legal. Although Lamb was one of only six Democrats who voted against the Marijuana Opportunity, Reinvestment and Expungement Act last year, this new bill represents a considerably more modest reform. Under current policy, VA doctors are allowed to discuss cannabis with their patients and veterans who use cannabis legally are shielded from losing their VA benefits. Amazon announced this week it will begin actively lobbying Congress to end the federal prohibition against cannabis. The online retail giant also announced it will end drug testing for marijuana for many of its employees and will instead treat cannabis the same as alcohol in its drug screening program. As one of the largest employers in the US, Amazon's new policy could significantly reduce the number of workers whose jobs would be in jeopardy for using cannabis legally on their own time. Amazon has faced lawsuits in recent years from employees who were fired for using cannabis in accordance with state law. That's the We Talk News DC report for this week. I'm Phil Adams from Vote Pro Podcast.
0: And finally, two international stories for you one out of Germany and one out of China. In Germany, the first cannabis company to go public and be listed on their stock exchange is Canovim. They are an importer and exporter of medical cannabis. In Hong Kong, police made the largest bust in over a decade where they seized $7 million of flour. Three men were arrested and may never be seen again. We'll be talking about the international cannabis scene on this week's Green Rush Live with some of the biggest names from Canada, Nathan Meissen and Bruce Linton, plus a few others scattered over the two-hour live business of cannabis show, The Green Rush. For now, I'm Jimmy Young from Pro Cannabis Media for Weed Talk News. And remember, it's a whole new world of weed out there. Use it responsibly. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Weed Talk and In the Weeds are...
1: Hi, I'm Ben Schauer, New England Rep for Salient Video Management Systems. Let me tell you what makes us different in the security space. We're your trusted advisors for all your security needs. I know how complicated the regulations are in cannabis and working with salient systems will be the polar opposite of that. I give free consultations and will walk you through every step of the process so that you can get what you need at the price you can afford. We're robust, we're simple and scalable. We're Salient Systems, your solutions to all your security needs please contact me at the information below and I'm looking forward to being your trusted advisor.